Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, empowerment coach and spiritual feminist. And today I have the distinct pleasure of sharing time with Shan Vanderleek, a transformation goddess. Welcome, Shan. Hello, Joni. Thank you for the invitation to be here with you. Mm, you're so welcome. It's such a delight to have you. Let me tell my listeners a little more about you. Shan is a transformation goddess and a lifelong media expert. She's a published author and a celebrated podcaster and voiceover talent. She's the author of Life on Your Terms and co-author of six best-selling books for women. Shan produces the Goddess Talk Sessions Global Event, the Divine Feminine Spotlight Podcast, and co-hosts the award-winning Anxiety Slayer Podcast with just shy of 3.6 million <laughs> listens. Wow. And she loves to teach women to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of reclaiming their feminine sovereignty. Woo! <laughs> I, love, I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. And I love that that's like a key point. It's a key center of your business is teaching women to reclaim their feminine sovereignty. Mm, it is. Uh, it's an honor and a pleasure. And when I landed on that several years ago, I knew that that I was on the right path, that I was on the right track for sure. Mm. So can you tell us about your journey with that, with your own feminine sovereignty and coming into that or claiming that? Mm, I would love to. Uh, it's, it's a long story, so it's, it'll be a long story made short. <laughs> uh, I would say that about uh, 15 years ago or so, give or take, uh, when uh, my daughter was born, everything shifted as it does when you become a mama and when you mm. rebirth yourself at the same time. And in that time frame... I was a very, uh, very well versed in my divine masculine side and had kicked the divine feminine to the curb uh, because of a number of reasons of which I'm sure many of your listeners can identify with or might be there now or have been there in the past where I was really looking for and in that space of success and achievement and looking for validation uh, from my father. At the time, I didn't realize that, of course. Years later, I, I can see it very clearly. And being one of the boys and mm. having, having things be so much easier in a male-dominated environment where I could hang with the big dogs and uh, often uh, was in a, in a space of, of being 
one of the only women in a very masculine business model. Mm. So things shifted significantly after Marin was born, and I realized that I was not free, that I was dancing in a cage for a paycheck, and uh, as much as I had loved my business, you know, had loved the experience in, in being in the television advertising business for as long as I was, it just no longer was serving me. And I wasn't challenged anymore. I didn't really care about the competition or competitive side as much anymore. I was becoming much more nurturing, much more aware of the the kindness of, inside of me, the big heart inside of me, the mm. everything that had been really armored. Uh, I was very much, I, I didn't just have one layer of, of armor. You know, there, I was really protected. Mm. <laughs> and so uh, over the years, lots of, lots of deep work, lots of investment, lots of time and energy and, and yoga and yoga teacher training and coaching and, and all of many mm. m- more things that are involved brought me back to this place of uh, of really honoring both the divine feminine and the divine masculine within my soul. Yes, mm. and I, I I'm really struck by I I know you both in watching your business and in having worked with you, and you really seem to have a beautiful blend or marriage of those two from what I from what I can observe and I don't oh, know if that feels true it does feel true and thank you for witnessing that for uh, bringing that forward because it is definitely uh, very important to me mm. that uh, and became uh, a gift when I realized that I didn't have to mirror kicking the divine feminine to the curb with the divine masculine, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> because there was, there was a period of time where I thought, okay, everything that I've achieved, accomplished, experienced in business before now doesn't, is off the table. Mm. And then it, with the healing and with the journaling and with the understanding that, oh, okay, I can go back and choose these items from a menu, like an a la carte menu that I want to bring forward and leave behind the pieces that no longer fit, that no longer felt good, that made me feel constricted, that made things uh, fall in that uh, action, 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 impatient, uh, get it done uh, mentality. Now, that is still a part of me. It's just, it's so much more balanced now. So that you said that makes me feel all warm and happy inside. <laughs> Yay! It's working! <laughs> yes. Well, I, I certainly, um, you know, I think about the, the masculine and the divine masculine as, and you may have you may feel this way as well or have heard this, you know, as the container um, or as this creating the structure sometimes for that 
fullness or that flow of the feminine. And so it can be overly constricting, as you said, or um, it can be not, not as present as it needs to be. So it sounds like you have really found the way to bring in the presence without that overbearing uh, aspect mm. of it. Mm-hmm. And I also would say that as I became uh, more in integrity with the feminine, mm. I also had to, um, I'm trying to find the right words, I had to understand that, uh, that I couldn't just stay in that being place because there was a there when I rediscovered <laughs> her uh, <laughs> I, all I wanted to do was be in mm. uh, you know just be a sensualist and mm-hmm. really just because I had had been doing 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 mm. doing and I just was like oh I am so into this being place and then and then it was like uh hello that's really really fabulous however you are an entrepreneur you did just leave a fat paycheck and a big life and if you'd like to keep that you might want to figure out how to how to bring these two to you know play together nicely so <laughs> yes yes well that is um that's the perfect segue because that is I, I i love to be in conversation with you and i i wanted to have you on as a guest for sure but one of the big pieces is because you are from my perspective so successful and i i think it is because of that marriage and so i would love to hear about how you did make that work in terms of business and in terms of money and mm. making that marriage work. Well, sure. I, I'd love to talk about that. Uh, and, and again, it, it does pull forward the, the past a little bit uh, because my prior professional life uh, was quite high profile, high stress, and and as I mentioned earlier, you know, stacks of cash. So I, 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 grew, I grew very accustomed to that for a very long time. So when you're in, when you're in that cycle, and as I was in sales and, and sales directing and, and that kind of stuff, um, over over almost twenty years, it was a, a, a rude awakening at first to to move on <laughs> and uh and especially as i mentioned at that same time that i was sinking into yoga and and finding my creativity and all of that it was it, and then and then i started to uh i was very well planned before i before i left my prior career uh, is what i mean by that is i took plenty of time to uh make some choices about finances to give myself some breathing room to get started. Mm-hmm. However, there was a piece of me that uh, was very arrogant at that time that thought that I could just take my experience and success and certification and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and be uh, basically replace that six-figure income much in a much shorter period of time mm. than, than I would have uh, 
you know, expected. Uh, <laughs> or, or what I meant, meant to say by that is I figured I would probably be able to pull it off in less than a year uh, because that the nature of my personality is on top of that masculine piece is ruled by Jupiter, Sagittarian, big, big, big growth expansion. Mm. And, you know, I can do anything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, honey, well, what's real is under your feet. So that's great. But what are, how are we going to, to move forward? And, and so one day at a time and with support and uh, being in a place where I could identify what I really loved and mm. how I could be of service in a way that didn't even feel like I was, air quotes, working, mm-hmm. uh, but also to release the fear and the desperation that sometimes comes when your financial picture changes mm-hmm. because um, because that will make things so much worse if you start to really fixate and um, freak out and second guess yourself <laughs> and do all the things that so many entrepreneurs do you know there's for a period of time it's okay to have that stuff come up and scare the hell out of you, of course. But if you stay with that, that's why you see so many entrepreneurs uh, fail and never keep moving forward. You know, they they fail and they go back and get a job, or uh, they have a part time job, and or they just realize or think that they're not cut out for it because uh, it's a different landscape. So. What I learned was that the more that I surrendered, the more that I trusted the the flow, the universe, the goddess, the however you want to label it, right? And and the more that I could just trust myself that I've got this. Hmm. You know, this isn't something that that, uh, that I do without a lot of heart. And thought and mind and body and soul and and so as soon as I could con- teach myself to continue trusting and surrendering, mm-hmm. I have sticky notes. Trust and surrender. I'm looking at one right now. I have <laughs> I, you know I have I have to continually remember and remind myself that surrendering is the way, not trying to control, because. Control was my old story. You know, we were mm-hmm. talking about our stories now and our evolution and, and some of our old stories. And I love to say that our old story is not our only story. Mm-hmm. To witness that, to see what it is, and to realize I never had control to begin with. <laughs> yes. But I surely thought I did and, and was so tenacious that I often did in you know, certain (laughs) situations, right? But now to be like, okay, what do I love? How can I serve? What, what, where is my brilliance? How can I amplify my truth so that I can amplify others? Mm, mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I hear both a deep faith in yourself you know, in that essential aspect of you, as well as that faith in the support, you know, the larger container of support, the universe or Mm -hmm. the goddess or the matrix, whatever, whatever you choose to call it. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. I believe that that we set our intention and we do the work and then we let go mm. and trust. Mm-hmm. And we set the intention and we <laughs> let go and we do our part. Because I think often where people get confused is they think that by setting an intention, they're ma- it's magically going to manifest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is simply not the case most of the time. <laughs> most of the time we have to be involved beyond setting our intentions. And I say that with love because it's very, very common to think, okay, well, I got clear. I, I know where I want to go. I've set my intention. I lit a candle. I prayed. I'm doing affirmations. Okay, great. All of that's beautiful, but you also need to do the work. Right, because if there are obstacles that arise between you and your intention, it's the pieces that need to be addressed. Of course. Or healed or worked with. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> yes. So when the shit hits the fan after you've just made your intention, you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And I will, I can attest to that and share an example of that. Okay. When, I, when I left my career, guess what happened in a matter of eight to ten months after? The economy tanked. Oh, jeez. I had just bought my dream home. Oh, God. A year prior. And the economy fell apart just mm. like that. And I had one of the best jobs, paying jobs in the area. Mm. And I thought, what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking back with, you know, wishing I hadn't made the choice, though. But I thought the timing, wow, holy smokes. But we're not in control of the timing. No. So that's that's where the test comes up. Do you, do you, uh, do you have the courage to dance in the fire. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the crucible because yes, certainly being an entrepreneur, you are in the crucible. One of the pieces that I love to ask my guests about is trusting your sacred feminine flow and you you certainly have given us some examples but do you have a particular time in mind that you would like to share about? Mm, when I learned to trust it or, or well, when I learned to, to be in it? Well, there, it could be a time when you consciously were trusting in your sacred feminine mm. and that flow. It could be around the time when you learn to trust it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy to share that I feel that I am in that space of sacred feminine flow, that that's, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've learned to really honor my natural rhythms and create this life around uh, walking in beauty and uh, allowing myself to be human and being very generous heart with heart my heart and also 
uh, to honor the the sacred feminine in my community, in my family, in my in my greater community, and it, in such a way, I, I look at I look at women who exude that flow, exude that uh, confidence, maybe, I don't know if confidence is the right word, but who are just fully owning themselves, Mm -hmm. fully owning all of it. And so naming a time would be shortly after my daughter was born, but now mm. it's uh, more often than not where I live. Mm. Beautiful. Yes, and what you're describing sounds like feminine sovereignty when you're describing these these women, and I would say as you're living in your sacred feminine flow, that's what comes through to me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And if we if we teach what we need to learn, <laughs> then uh I can, you know, happily say that through these teachings, through the work that I do at Transformation Goddess and, and through uh, supporting women and giving them a platform and lifting them up and helping them amplify their voice uh, as as you and I did together, that uh, really continues to uh, to bring me to that place of of uh, yes, I reclaim my feminine sovereignty sovereignty, and I do so every single day. Mm-hmm. And some more. And here's another piece. Here's another piece. Here's not as it like all of a sudden whoosh. There it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are moments when I feel mm, I'm on it, and then <laughs> there are moments when it's just like I am. A mess on the floor. Can you please uh, help me get up? Mm. And to, to not be um, embarrassed by that, and to not feel weak by that, or fragile because I am emotional, or because something fell apart, or because my heart is broken, or whatever the case may be. The the beauty in the fullness of our expression as as human beings and to just love every part of it and to be witnessed through it. Uh, I think that th- there was a big change when I started doing, uh, not as a teacher, not as the, the leader of the circle, but when I became a student of one mm-hmm. and could, and, and I happened to be in a group where most of the women were 10 or more years older than me. And what a gift that mm. was because they were ahead uh, by so much, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you know, at least in this human life, right? And so that really helped me uh, with that piece as well to just own where I am and honor where you are while we're where we're at. Mm-hmm. And I love the piece that you brought in about the moments when we are falling apart or we are in that state of mess, um, that it doesn't take away or diminish our sovereignty. Mm -mm. That 
that it is that is part of the fullness of who we are. It really is. And when you think about how many breakthroughs happen uh, after things fall apart, mm-hmm. how many, how much growth, how much more, how much we soften, mm-hmm. you know, the, the direction that I'm, well, I would say, I was about to say the direction that I'm moving in, but I think the direction that I am in, in the, in this space right now is really learning how to cultivate the soft power, mm. the softer, you know, that, and again, it's that commingling that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. is that, uh, I am still this configuration, uh, whether I am howling <laughs> from the top of a mountain or huddled in a sweat lodge asking mm. for support. Mm. Mm. Potent images, both of those. Mm. Thank you. Mm, you're welcome. So, wondering if if there was something you could you could go back in time and talk to your younger self what would you like to say to her what would you like her to know Mm. I would like her to know that she is perfect just as she is that she came into this world as a a miracle as a gift Uh, she is magic and she cannot be defined by anything other than pure love. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I can feel that moving through my whole body <laughs> with ripples. <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of my time as a young woman out of my body, so to be able to say that to you uh, and to really feel that and to know her and to know that one in me through raising my teenage daughter now. Mm. Uh, the, it's just, again, what a gift. What a gift to do your work so that you can really, oh my goodness, the, the, the healing and the, the mentoring and the, the way that you can show up for, for these young ones, uh, mm. whether you're a mama or a, an auntie or a good friend or whatever, where, wherever you can be supporting them uh, to, to do your own healing sets you up in such a beautiful way, not only for yourself, but for your family and for your community and, and for everyone around you. And collectively, I mean, collectively, when we do our work, look at how powerful we are. I, you know, I'd love to say that, that women come together in, in circle. We, we, um, we can change the world. We heal ourselves and we change the world. We really do. Yes, yes, yes. We absolutely do. Oh, and I, I can see the evolution just as you're describing it in, with my own daughter and in in the younger women that are are coming forward in their leadership as well, because I do believe that the clearing and the work that each generation is doing is lightening the load or shifting, changing the load for 
those that are coming after. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful thing to see. I was part of a healing ceremony um, last summer where uh, we came together and and uh, had a community healing in Sweat Lodge, and there were three or four young women who were maybe 21, 22 mm. that were in, in this group and hearing their stories and seeing, witnessing their, uh, mm, the, uh, their intention to, to do the work that so many of us wait to do mm-hmm. or don't know that we need mm-hmm. or haven't found, you know, we, we haven't had that moment of, oh, nom, 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 I have, mm, this is what, I, you know, this is where I need to go. <laughs> and to see that happening. And then, and even with the, the friends that I've made online, uh, I think of um, Ara Campbell, who leads the Goddess Circle, and uh, this young woman who, mm. I've, who I'm so fond of, and we have a, a beautiful friendship now. And, and, uh, and there's so many others that you know, we don't have time to even name, but how they have come forward in that way and how they can really be these beacons of light, especially for uh, this this virtual world that we've created for so many, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, so now it's, it's uh, of course, in person is, is very important, but that it's also available in that way yes. is, is so valuable. Right. And it's, it's in a world that they've grown up with. Technolo- exactly. Technologically. Exactly. <laughs> They're the natives and we're the, we're the visitors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, this is this has been such a pleasure, but we do need to bring it to a close for today. All right. I am so uh, pleased and appreciative that you have taken this time with us, and want to give you a big thanks. For oh, being you, here. oh, you are most welcome. Thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure to be here, and my pleasure to support you in any way I can. Thank you, and. If and when my listeners, our listeners, want to reach you, get in touch with you, be exposed to your work, how can they do that? The best place would be to visit transformationgoddess.com. That's where my blog is. That's where all of the uh, love offerings that I have are, lots of interviews, and pretty much everything is there. So transformationgoddess.com, you can find me there. Excellent. Be sure to check it out. And I want to thank my beautiful listeners for being here with us today and bless you in your journey. And until we meet again, always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.